Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning into the Long Island Gaming League, where we talk esports, entertainment, everything from how to play, when to play, and what really the esports industry is all about. I am one of the co-hosts, Dennis, and I am joined by Bruno. You want to say hi to the people? What's up? What's up, Long Island Gaming League? This is Bruno. Long time, long time we don't speak. Hope everybody is uh, doing good. Uh, what's going on, Dennis? Nothing much, nothing much, man. You know, it's good to be kind of back in the flow of things. This has been a very busy year as we get closer to the end of the year 2020. We all know it's around Christmas time. So for all those, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you enjoyed it. We also hope you enjoy your Christmas. So make sure you finish up your shopping. But without that, let me make sure that we do have some really special guests today from Uniondale. Um, you know, it's really a pleasure to have these two gentlemen on the line. I think this is going to make for one of the interesting shows just to kind of go over the things that we're going to talk about, but I'm not going to just give that right away, but I will introduce our guests. We have Elmer and Mel. How are you gentlemen doing today? What's up guys? Uh, doing pretty well today. It's a very lax Sunday on my end. Hey, hi everyone. Um, it's Elmer. I'm doing pretty, pretty good. Good, 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 man. Well, listen, we are we are super glad to have you guys, um, you know, join us on the show, on the podcast. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure who wants to go first, but if you just kind of want to give everybody a little bit of a background about, you know, who you are and kind of what esports, uh, your perspective on things are, and, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing conversation. We're going to have a lot of questions for you guys. So, uh, you know, the floor is yours. Who would like to go first? No, you can go off. Go ahead. Uh, sure. I'll, I'll start off. Uh, so, yeah, my name, my name is Meldrick, or more often than not, uh, I go by Mel. Um, firstly, I want to say, you know, thank you for having us and, you know, allowing us the opportunity to come on the show and just, you know, talk about uh, esports and how it's growing and how it's flourishing as a genre of, like, within the competitive scene. Uh, I like to say... Just um, video games have always been like a major factor in my life. Definitely some form of de-stressor that I always looked for when I was younger. And then now to see it like actually being something tangible that our kids could like, you know, work to or even grasp to is something, you know, we want to be a part of and help grow within our own communities, you know? Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm Elmer. I'm a special education teacher at uh, Uniondale. Um, I'll co-advise with Mel. Um, I've been there for four years. Um, this is our first uh, official year that we have the esports and gaming club at Uniondale. And um, we've been learning a lot, a lot. Um, we've been trying to get our kids out there, you know, to like compete and um, have a good time. But my background with video games came when I was very, very young. Um, I grew up with it my whole life. Uh, my father um, bought Super Nintendo. That was like the first video game system I ever recall um, seeing. He was playing Mario and me and my, you know, younger siblings would just watch and play, you know. And, um, and, and you know, I grew up in that frame where, like, after that, like, the next thing was PlayStation. And um, it was, you know, Metal Gear Solid. We didn't even know, like, that we needed a memory card. So we would even sit them on the whole night, you know, like, so yeah. we could continue playing because we didn't have the memory card and like, um, mm -hmm. grew up very poor. So for us, we, we didn't have um, a lot of uh, funds to buy games. Um, mm -hmm. but then like, you know, like 
we fell in love with like you know the RPGs because you got a lot of bang for your buck, you know. So like yep. any games that like you know you could invest a lot of hours into, that's the one that we typically play. Um, but uh, yeah, just video games. And all my siblings love video games to this day too. So I'm just glad that a lot, you know that we have something in common with our kids. Yeah, which is, which is great because you know, a lot of the kids like they think like because we're teachers that we can't relate to them. Right. Mm -hmm. Case you know like um, we we have been through it you know and uh, I hope that they understand that you know that we as a community as a group we have to work together to accomplish this vision this goal and that's where you need the um, esports to uh, be a successful club. Absolutely, man. I mean, and I think that's um, you know you guys both have some really interesting points, but like you know it's it's something we could all relate to. And you know from from our opinion, Long Island Gaming League, and you know Bruno, I mean, he may have his opinion as well, but it's a it's a good foundation, you know. And now the way you look at things when it comes to connecting uh, just with people or or students in general, it it's so hard to find what's that found what is that one thing we have in common you know i mean of course people say oh you like to cook i like to do this and but at its core you know esports <laughs> or video gaming transcends everything else so i think it's really cool what you guys are doing at um you know uniondale high school for our listeners uh uniondale is joined the long island gaming league is one of the high schools under uh, working with us so we're super excited to be able to work with you guys and understand the passion um that you have for working with your kids, but also as you're sharing where that passion, you know, comes from in, in retrospect, there's secret gamers, you know, in a lot of us, and you're just harnessing that to really work with and connect with your kids. So kudos to you guys uh, for creating your club and, you know, having that drive to really want to help your kids and connect with them on, on many levels. For sure. I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's it's funny talking about that whole thing about you know trying to connect with the kids. Like back in our days, I remember we didn't have the the parents didn't have that uh that that mentality because I mean they didn't have the same background or like we have right now that basically everybody at some point has played something, uh, even if it was like. <laughs> talk about memory cards jesus i can't even remember when you have to use a memory card for to, to, to put your stuff nowadays everything is um nowadays everything is uh, uh on a hard drive um on the cloud, <laughs> on, on the cloud. It, it, it's it, it's crazy I wasn't even remembering that whole thing about memory cards but um yeah, I think compared to us now, parents compared to back in the day, parents. Yeah, we now we try to, we think a lot more about this whole, you know, esports thing, not just for, um, getting the kids involved in something, but also I think in a way, it's it's a new pathway for us to also get involved with the kids. I mean, back in the day it used to be just sports and going here, but now esports is also another way of connecting the kids, and I mean. It, it it's it's another perspective that a lot of people don't realize about esports and and in the family view of things. Agreed, agreed. Uh, gentlemen, so you know, Elmer or Mel, I do have a question for you guys. Um, kind of when for you did did it really click for the idea to say, hey, listen, we want to start this club, um, you know, for our students. Like, what what was that that moment in time? Because you know, I'm sure 
it was a process, but was there anything specific that happened and you said, you know, this is something that we need to do? Uh, so that's actually a really funny story. Um, and, and I'll give you the details about it. Um, so um, I actually um, was taking educational technology classes at um, Malloy College. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was just, you know, reading into a lot of different books. And I, I actually uh, ran into this book that spoke about gamification in the classrooms. Um, I always believe strongly because myself, I'm a special education teacher, but I was also classified as, a, you know, an IEP student growing up. Um, I remember, you know, being in first, second grade, struggling, you know, reading. Um, but then I, you know, luckily, like, I, I ran into this game. You, you probably all know Zelda, A Link to the Past, mm-hmm. uh, Super Nintendo. And um, that requires a lot of reading. Um, subtitles mm. come up, so I, you know, was like, all right, like I need to start learning how to, do, and they helped me. So as I was reading, you know, through books about gamification and how, like, you know, help, you know, you know, in the classroom setting, you know, making, you know, because as humans, we're just competitive. Like we want to be the best and the best and everything. So they were talking about how like you could like bring that into the classroom and you know to help you know students with literacy and you know different skills. So as I was, you know, doing this program. I was, you know, getting really interested in it. I started looking up um, different things, you know, to like, you know, include, you know, you know, at the school. And one of uh, one of my mentors, uh, that was a senior club advisor. She's not uh, with us in Unionville anymore. Um, I spoke to her about creating something. In order for it to be created, you had to write a proposal. So as one of my uh, projects at the school, as I had created an educational technology proposal, and that proposal was the the club, the esports club at the high school. So um, I did it, you know, just for fun. And I, you know, I sent it to the senior advisor, Kowalski, um, and she looked it over. She was like, "Oh, this is pretty good. You should submit it. You should, you know, you should put this club in because I think a lot of the kids, you know, would love to do that." Um, she would say that a couple of the kids wanted to do like gaming, like tournaments. You know, the seniors they want to do like Fortnite tournaments and stuff. And she's like, yo, you should do this. I think it would be a good idea. And she said she was going to help me um, to do that. And, you know, she actually kind of got me excited for it. Um, nice. And yeah. So I was like, you know what? If the kids really want to do it, then we'll do it together. So, um, you know, she was already, you know, like my step in to like the whole club advising thing. Um, so we put in and everything. And then um, this past summer, um, she actually left Uniondale. So um, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could do this by myself. So I knew Mel. He just got hired the year before, and he was, you know, a big gamer because we would talk about playing games. Uh, so I was like, yo, Mel, do you want to help me out with this club? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So then, you know, he came in and, you know, started helping you know, him off the back. And, you know, everything's like we've been thriving together. So I'm glad that, you know, he was, you know, passionate of a gamer like me. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was it was exciting. I know when when Elmer asked me if I wanted to, you know, co advise with him, he was like he said, you know, video games have been a big part of my life, and I just remember earliest earliest memory. Like I I did own Super Nintendo, but I don't remember it too much. But I do remember playing N sixty four with my brother and just competing in like the childish of games like Mario Party, uh, Mario Kart sixty four. So when he came to me and he asked for it, like, you know, to help, you know, I I was definitely excited, especially since I follow a couple different esports. I was like, you know, let's let's do it. And 
it's been a wild ride because, you know, the kids come out in mass, you know, to, to play and compete in whatever game that, you know, they, they really love. And then they're awesome in themselves because uh, a lot of times it feels like they're, like, planning and doing all these, like, uh, crazy ideas themselves together. Like, it's been, it's been really exciting, you know, and it gives them an outlet to express themselves in, mm-hmm. you know, in the non, like, typical sense of, like, oh, writing an essay or doing something else. Like, they can express their creativities in much more different ways. You mentioned them, um, because um, you know how we had, uh, on Friday we had um, a couple events. So um, Mel, he's uh, he's managing the FIFA Cup at uh, Union Dale High School, doing uh, the Smash Brothers season and the tournament that we're having. Um, another student actually brought in uh, his Xbox. So he okay. was hecking going on. So we had like three different games going on at one time. And, um, you know, uh, I have we have an Instagram account, we have a Twitter account. So, you know, I'm recording, you know, the different matches that are going on. And um, a couple of the kids are like, oh, can we commentate? Can we commentate? And I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, you know, here, take my phone. You know, you can, like, do video production. You know, like, and, and I'm seeing these kids, like, so excited about doing stuff like that, you know? And I'm like, you know what? These, these could be jobs that these kids could essentially get one day, you know? Um, yeah. Because the way I like to look at it is, like, we got to think about the future, right? Um. When I was a kid, like, I never envisioned that we had smartphones, you know, like. Right. right. <laughs> That's true, right? <laughs> you know, the whole job of app, you know, development wasn't created until, like, you know, like Not that job long ago, yeah. 20 years ago, you know. Yeah. 30 years ago, there was no such thing as app, you know, development. And now, like, we have to prepare these kids for jobs that aren't, even, you know, in existence right now. We don't know what kind of jobs are going to be around. So for me, mm-hmm. we have to push forward, right? We have to push forward um, with the technology and, and, and encourage kids, you know? Um, that's my number one thing as a special education teacher. Like, always support my kids, you know? If you have a plan, you have a goal, then I'm here to help you. You just got to let me right. help push you to, to achieve it. Right. So, and you, and you said that. You said, um, you know, they just, they just got to let you know. Do you feel that, um, you know, as a teacher working in, in the high school, working in the educational aspect that when you relate to them on that level, are they more open to conversate with you about stuff outside of video games and maybe ask for that help to where you can then help them? Do you think uh, video games opens up that pathway of communication between you and your, um, you know, and your students? Yeah, so for me, um, like I'm a special education teacher at the school. So um, what I do usually is work with like you know self-contained play kids. Um, I work with mm-hmm. kids. Um, so through this club, I've gotten to know a lot more kids. Um, mm. Talking about you know kids that are you know in different you know departments, you know different like programs. Like there's a couple kids other department that come and hang out with us. They're in the FIFA. Um, we have kids that are you know honor students that come and, and play with us. Like, to be honest, during my lunch period, the kids come into my room to, like, play. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm trying to eat. And then, like, they're, and they're talking about, you know, like, fundraising. They're talking about, you know, the tournaments that we have going on. So, for me, I'm just, like, eating with these kids, you know. And they're, like, oh, Forge, you want to jump on? And I'm, like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll, I'll play with you guys during my lunch period, you know. <laughs> it's funny because they're loud. So, like, people get here in the hallway, you know. Like, they're, like, wait, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 we've gotten closer, I've gotten closer to a lot of kids that I normally wouldn't um, have known throughout the school year. Um, one of the kids, actually, um, I've, I've, I've taken him on as an assistant. Um, 
comes to me every day. Every day he sees me. Uh, he's 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 like an honors student. Like he's taking AP classes. He comes looks at me every day. Um, there's another student that was in um the HSEL league. Um, yes. Send me messages through Discord. You know, telling me um oh, he's getting anxiety because of what's going on in this thing. Like I'm going through like a drought. I keep losing. I keep mm -hmm. losing. You know. And I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. talk to him. You gotta let me know because I'm worried about you. You know. And right. Then, right. Another student that um, we're like, he's also in the special ed department, but he's like getting declassified. And um, now I'm taking him under as a, as a mentor. So it, we're like, I'm, I'm branching out and getting to know more of the students within um, the high school, which I think is really great because we're making really good connections. And, and I feel like we need that, um, especially at our school. Like these kids need to look up somebody. They need a role model, um, right. you know, to be there to help them. Um, and, you know, and, and I want to let them know, hey, I'm hearing you. You know, that's that's my job. I'm here to listen to you. If you have to tell me something, go ahead. Let me know. And I'll try to help you out as best as I can. But sometimes kids just want to talk, you know? Right. They're so busy teaching that maybe they want to be heard, too, because maybe they don't have that at home. Right. It, it, and it's hard, you know? Like, we live in a, a union, though. It's a Title One school. There's not that many funds for the kids. So like you know that's why we fundraise. We're trying to get them like to you know, you know get these like different outlets here at the school where it's a safe area where you can have them play video games together and socialize so they could get those skills you know. <laughs> and, and I right. think another thing too is like now we're in the whole like online video game thing right like everyone's competing online and you know which is cool but I think the whole social gathering like it reminds me of um going to the arcades when I was little. Yes yes yes. <laughs> So I, I went on a trip the other day with uh, my other club that I advised, and they had like arcade machines there. And a couple of the kids were playing Street Fighter, and I spoke to another parent in there, and I'm like, these kids don't understand like how it was back in the day with the arcade machines. Like you put the quarter down, and then that meant that you were next, you know? Like, yep, you know, yep, like, yep, 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 yep. Like, oh, like, I remember like, that. Yeah, because I did that. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, what you mean? What I'm doing? Like, but I, you know, I forgot myself. Like I'm old. Um, <laughs> But uh, you know, like it was funny that uh, another parent was like, "Yeah, I remember those days. Like it, it was, it was a lot of fun." And and, and now this whole esports thing that we're doing at this school is kind of like that, right? Because now the kids are like actually talk, talking to one another. Like kids that necessarily wouldn't have met throughout the school year are now becoming friends, and they're all from different you know groups. You know, it's it's more of an inclusive thing. And um, on Friday, like I was, we were talking about, these kids set up like a, a crew battle. This was not organized by me. This was organized by the kids. And what they did was essentially, like, um, they picked the kids that they wanted on their teams. So it mm -hmm. reminded me of, like, when I was younger and, and I would be out playing soccer or, like, you know, basketball. Like, the two captains, all right, I want you. 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 And then, like, it, it was so funny because then, they're, all right, number one guy is going to compete against this guy. And then, like, it was, it was awesome because, like, if one got knocked out, the next person jumped on. It was, like, a team thing, which I thought was awesome, like, to see them be able to, like, socialize with one another like that. It's, it was amazing, you know, and they organized it themselves. So it was great. I give kudos to those kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, and also kudos to you guys for giving them the opportunity to even create that. You know, I feel that, um, you know, the students and the youth, they're, they're very creative. But sometimes the opportunity, as you were mentioning before, is not given to them because of maybe a misunderstanding or, or not knowing or, you know, the lack of being able to communicate with them but i think um you guys are doing a really amazing job at uniondale to to facilitate that just that just that pathway you know sometimes it's 
it's a misconception of what esports is and what it can be, and then you know what it could, what we could actually do with it in order to facilitate certain things. So they maybe they would have, like you said, without the opportunity for them to be able to join your club or be exposed to uh, what you guys are doing for them or, or talking to them, maybe they wouldn't have never organized it. You know, maybe they, like you like you were saying before, these are students who maybe have never talked before or they wouldn't talk or they're not part of the same crew or, you know, there's so many other things, but it's like you created a safe place for them in some regards. Um, but you also opened up a lot of communication, which opened up, them to want to do more things and take initiative you know that was initiative for them to just organize their own thing and but they had the guidance of working with you guys so again you know we couldn't commend you enough for doing that um i guess I, I, another question i have and bruno i don't want to take up all the questions but another question i have when it comes to the educational realm in general do you feel that there still is some hesitance some resistance choose this whole esports when it comes to uh, I guess high schools because I know colleges have kind of went all in in some regards do you feel that there is some resistance and if so how could that kind of be overcome like what what is it that's missing that maybe high school educators might need to know in order to say hey this is something that could possibly work in our favor uh, to help our students no, that's 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 a good question. I think at least from our admins end, I feel like our admin have been like very open and very uh, gung ho about it. You know, they. Uh, I remember during club day when they saw like how many kids came to to sign up, and you know just inquire about the club. Like they knew, like how real it was, and they were really hands on on like you know saying oh we sh you guys should use you know a bigger venue or even like uh helping us brainstorm events so i think overall as a high school i think the support's been really well um the only thing i can remember thinking of is i know parent during parent teacher conferences you know a couple parents come and they're like uh you know so johnny's playing too much he gets home and he just turns on the PlayStation and he's on Fortnite, he's on FIFA, he's on Smash, whatever, whatever the game is. And I think it's I think the biggest hurdle is finding that balance of mm -hmm. uh academics and and gaming. Very similar to like that balance that, you know, the the student athletes have to go through. You know, like mm -hmm. you have your season, you have practices, it's not only playing uh your your sport, it's also, you know, you gotta have your grades up. And I think that might be the biggest hurdle for esports in high school is making mm -hmm. sure that the kids are you know they're getting their hours in in their game you know getting their reps right. but also making sure that the academic uh is straight as well you know like they're getting their their 3.0s if not higher yeah i mean Understood. yeah i thought he makes a very 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 good point um we still have like a couple of kids you know that they have to explain to their parents you know what kind of club they're going to and then um a lot of parents don't necessarily agree with it. Like they're like playing video games. That's that's nothing serious, you know. Like you can't mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Um, right. So I kind of feel bad when a student tells me that, you know. And I'm like, all right. So maybe on the weekends, you know, practice with your friends. You know, like focus on on schoolwork for now. Right. Um. But that's something like that I want to change um, by maybe bringing in parents, showing them, you know, like um, workshops that there are possibilities for jobs and a, a greater future in gaming. Um, right, right. 
it's also important to have an administrative team that is going to be willing to take that risk with you, you know? Um, mm -hmm. There's always going to be a lot of failures in the beginning of any um, endeavor that you try to pursue. But um, like like he was saying, like they, you know, when I put in that paperwork, it had to be um, approved by the board, which, you know, was great that, you know, the administrator that I went to was very supportive. She was like, yeah, that's great. Um, but now it's just, like I said, it's just finding the resources within the school because our school is like, it's big, but we have a lot of students. Our population is a lot on um, like union that we have about 2,400 uh, kids that Ooh. go in our club. We have like, let's say, uh, what would you say now? Like 50, 50 kids. So I wow. can't um, really um, find a space for our kids. And uh, not only that, but we don't have the funds like, you know, for like PCs because a lot of the kids want to play on PCs. We don't have xbox systems or you know like <laughs> playstation 4s so a couple of the kids are bringing their own switch systems and you know um i was bringing in his playstation um mm -hmm. lucky now that he was able to uh hook up his playstation to uh the school on um, wi-fi through a wired uh a connection yeah for di digitally so like most of the stuff we bring in for the kids you know um, because we want to have a good a good time uh it's just um, it's not easy it's not easy so that's why we're right. trying to do um a lot more for our kids by trying to reach out and speak to people and you know get support in one way or the other um, but those are really uh key things because um like some of the teachers that i've spoken to you know when i was putting the proposal out were like video games man that that's not serious, right. that's not serious. Right. you know um and, and you know I, I don't let it discourage me you know um i i get people have different um philosophies when it comes to uh educating students and teaching um and i guess you know i'm just part of the new younger generation of teachers that um, is willing to take a risk and um, put their name out there to like try to like support these new kids. Because that's the thing as educators, like we have to remember, we will stay the same, but the kids will always be different. Like the right. kids two years from now are not gonna be the same kids you taught, you know? So it's, it, it's something that, you know, I, I'm sure like, you know, a lot of educators struggle with is, is, is trying to, how to reach the new generation of students and how, you know, how to like, teach them effectively um so for me it's just like i have to keep changing i have to keep changing um and, and i have to keep my mind open to um different possibilities right so um that's pretty much what it is <laughs> i mean i i don't i don't really think it has to do with like you're saying like you're the new generation of, of, of the, I, I think the problem is it's like you say it's that difficulty of 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 getting the acceptance from parents because unfortunately it's not the teachers that are old school. It's not the it's the actual parents that still have that old mentality. Like we're talking about the whole thing of, you know, they thinking that, Oh, video games and funny just before I ran across an old movie. I don't know if you guys remember a movie called the whiz, mm -hmm. uh, which, and it went through the part that the kids playing, Nintendo on on a, on a TV and the dad saying, "Oh, that's just a video game. What can future can you get out of that?" I think it's that old mentality, and the problem to probably get people behind you might be not that they don't want to, but they're afraid of that mentality that some parents still have, and that's that I I see with the passing of the years. That's probably been the hardest thing for schools to overcome is the parent mentality not the kids not the teachers not the society it's the actual parents that have that mentality oh my kid wants i want my kid to be a doctor yeah exactly uh, that's a good point because um where we are in um, 
demographic is mostly um, uh, you know Hispanic and, um, and black. Right, right. Uh, a lot of um, you know that that come here, they come here to the United States um, to find a better life for their kids. Exactly. You know? And um, th their mentality is all right. We got to work, 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 work. And then when they see their kids playing video games, you know, for them they're like closed off to it. Like that's not something serious that we need to be doing. We have to be working to make money to support our you know our families. Too. And they don't even realize that it might actually be an actually easier way for the kids to make money than to break in their backs doing construction or this or that. Exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, I personally think, I mean, if you want to get the parents involved, maybe you should do an open house. Like, you know, schedule something with the kids, have set something up and tell the, you know, bring the parents in and let them see what you're working on. They might, it might change their idea. I mean, it, it, it I think it's, it, it's something that, I mean, it's it's worth a try. I mean, anything's worth a try for the kids. I think it's a great suggestion. That's something me and Mel have been talking about on what doing. Also, like um, student and teacher like competitions and stuff like that to like get more you know teachers on board. You know, with um, with this club. Um, right. Right. Yep. In regards to like video games, so they can understand that esports is something serious. Understood. Yeah, I mean, and that's also you know why we were. Uh, so happy to have you guys kind of come on because it does start with what we're doing right now. It, it's a it's a conversation piece, and it's not only highlighting the good, um, but it's also kind of highlighting some of the bad or the misunderstandings that are there. Because you know, if if we don't talk about it, then we can't we can't resolve it. And if we don't know uh, what's going on, then it's like this 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 uh, this fantasy world. And I think. Uh, just from, you know, the Long Island Gaming League where we've done open houses and we've done and we've, you know, we've talked to administrators, we've talked to parents and we've talked to students. And the common thread amongst generally all of them is the lack of knowledge of what the opportunities are. You know, there, there are some students who, who play and again, they play because it's fun and they're connected with their friends, but they don't really know that maybe at some point they can use this to go to college to be that doctor and then you know from the parents perspectives the parents don't necessarily know that well there are scholarships full rides partial rides mm -hmm. yep and you know to play for books so now they don't really understand that oh well my you know my student my my son or daughter could possibly go to college for this and if it's structured in a good way then that's possible. And then from the educational aspect, when we spoke to some of the educators, it's more of, well, we want to, but we don't really necessarily know how to do this. Or it comes to a, a fund, you know, funding, which which is really at the end of the day, you know, esports or as the industry grows, it's not something that is considered to be uh, cheap. But exactly. the value um, that is there and the opportunities high schools really have to harness uh, the attention of the youth to kind of steer them in the direction of like, hey, listen, you know, uh, you know, because the parent can't do it because the parent, you know, the, the children are at school, so they can't really do that part and the children don't really know. So the schools come in and as you guys are clearly already doing, going, which allows the ball to kind of continue forward because all those, the, the three things, do work well together when they all have a really good understanding just from you know our perspective of the long island gaming league that's kind of been the core of what we really stand for is you know we understand the information we know the knowledge and how can we help to facilitate to work with parents to work with schools or to work with students 
so they could, as we say, you know, this, the world they're going to be living in is different from the world we're in right now. And if esports or digital technology is driving that, let's kind of, you know, take the wheel and help guide them, you know, to where they need to be. So I, I think right now, just as being on this call um, and recording this podcast is going to transcend and can reach so many more people who may not really understand. So I, I think we're just doing a, a great thing right now, just being on the call and having conversation. Exactly. Yeah, very true. Um, let me ask a couple of questions. Let me try to get a little bit more into your, into your program itself. So what games, like you were saying, Smash and FIFA, um, what games do you guys focus more on right now? Like, I mean, what games do you have in your program right now? So uh, right, um, we got uh, the two games that we're kind of focused on. Um, like I said, we lack the funding to have a, a lot of systems or um, any other kind of technology. So a lot of the kids, what they're doing is they're bringing in their uh, Switch systems. They're playing a Super Smash Brothers. So we, we created a season for them on that in-school season. And then Mel does FIFA, which I believe he's been doing a great job. Um, Mel, go ahead and talk a little bit more about the... Um, yeah. So FIFA was definitely... Like, it was definitely kind of like a litmus test to see if, you know, more kids would would come in to see what well, the diversity of of the games played in the school would be like. Because, um, you know, the, the hardest thing for, like, to create a team is making sure you have, you know, you have enough players and there's enough hype around it. So we, we kind of went about creating this idea and then Elmer had the idea of making it kind of like World Cup themed in a way. Right. So we, we were able to get 46 uh, students to, to come and compete. It was open to staff as well. Okay. But, um, you know, uh, Elmer gave up his spot so another kid could play. Um, so it's, it's, been, it's been really fun. You know, there haven't been many kids that weren't able to come. And, like, I think one of the biggest things Elmer said is that, you know, kids from different walks of life are getting to know each other. For example, I'm a bilingual uh, global teacher. So okay. the bulk of my students, uh, you know, come from Latin America or from Haiti. And so that population is the one that I'm around with all day. And, like, now I have, you know, mainstream kids, kids on the soccer team, kids uh, that, you know, I've never seen before. And then everyone, you know, communicating with each other just uh, with one universal language, which is FIFA. However, during this whole tournament, I have kids asking me, like, oh, can we do a rainbow tournament? Can we do a Fortnite uh, dual tournament? So, like, with this litmus test that is FIFA, now we kind of, like, I'm kind of getting an idea of what games are a little bit more popular within right. the school and then what teams we can build. So I think my next goal is making a, a Rainbow Six team. Like, seeing what kids want to play, you know, and then having, like, see how many teams we can build out of it and then, you know, signing them up so they can compete with other schools. Um, gotcha. That's good. Um, Mel was also a part of the Muni um, Del Soccer team. Um, which he helped them um, get into the Nassau County Finals. So a lot of the kids that are playing for the FIFA tournament are also soccer players that work really hard uh, for you and um, their soccer um, program. So I just want to, like, you know, let Mel know that, you know, he's greatly appreciated um, and what he's doing is really good uh, for our school. Oh, very good. Yeah, so um, they played second this year in, in the Nassau County um, soccer. Um, right, Mel? That was second place. Yeah, we, we, lost, we lost in the finals. But it was it was a fun and long season, and yeah, like 
you know, there, there's greatness all over the school. It's just making sure as educators, you know, we give them avenues to express express themselves and, you know, have like, uh, uh, I guess, like an opening to continue succeeding, like post high school education. Like, yeah. Right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, so, like, I mean, like, go ahead. No, like I was saying, I mean, you're talking about that you have there's so much um, talent in the school. It's funny that when people talk about esports, they don't realize all that's behind. And you might have so much talent in your school that you might not think that can work on esports, but you have everything behind. Like if you have a kid that could draw uh, uh, pictures, they could, they could go to animation, the commentating, like you guys were speaking earlier, that kids are actually want to commentate when you're doing a game. That's another big one. There's so much behind game. It's not just the playing the video games. You might not be good at playing the game, but if you have the knowledge of the game and you like to talk, you like to commentate, you like to draw, you like to, to program, all that is esports. And I also think that's another thing that the parents don't actually realize is everything else that it incorporates. It's so just to add on to that, um, which is another thing, um, our logo, which is the um, the night created for our esports team was actually created by one of our students. Um, did a job. Um, he did it all on his own, you know, he took the initiative and it came out really, really nice. Um, I was, I was shocked. I was, you know, like for me, I'm like, wow, they made this. And he was like, yeah. Um, yeah, the logo was really nice. <laughs> I, I got to definitely agree. He did an amazing job with that. He had actually Malloy Esports come in and uh, speak to our kids about, you know, possibly getting scholarships and all that. So we took a couple of pictures. Um, I sent it to an administrator to put it on our school website. And I also gave uh, his logo in as well. So he came to me. He was like, Mr. Flores, Mr. Flores, my logo is on the school website. Have you seen that? I'm like, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you. That's why, you know, I gave it to them. He's like, oh, man, that's so cool. Everyone's been talking about it. So for him, he was so happy, you know, like that people were like appreciating his logo and um, all that work that he put into it. So I thought that was really great. No, that's that's awesome. And again, that's a, a simple something as simple as that boosts his confidence. He's a part of something bigger, and and then he gets recognized. So as you were saying before, with the whole gamification, um, you know, early on in the conversation when it comes to education, that same type of feeling can then be related to something that you know, in a more traditional sense, when it comes to educational, like hey, you know, do your homework and get a good grade, and you can do this. But it can, can be paired to like remember that feeling when you did X, Y, Z, you know, and it's just relatable. So, um, you know, I think that's just really cool that they, they have that opportunity to experience that. Uh, a question I guess I have again. So, uh, you know, we do have a variety of, of listeners. If there was a, a high school, another teacher or somebody uh, listening right now, do you have any advice for them to, I guess, who they can speak to within their, their school district? Maybe that's a common question. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the process is different um you know each district but what advice might you have for them for the take that first step uh that you were successful at doing so maybe they can do something for their students or for their school on what i was um right create a vision create a mission um what's goals you know um write down on, on what you want to accomplish um make sure that you create uh, a proposal um, that you could show to an administrator and um, have kids that back it up. You know, if you get like um, a list of students that want to sign up for this program, you know, uh, 
then I don't see why administration wouldn't want to take that serious. You know, if there's, there's interest in something, then I believe a, a strong administrator would um will push for it. You know, will support their staff members in trying to create um a great program. Such as so, I mean, gentlemen, thank you so much. That was uh, definitely a great answer um, and a step in the right direction for a lot of the teachers or administrators who may be interested or uh, thinking about esports and the benefits of you know that that they have. Uh, before we wrap it up, Elmer and Mel, do you guys have any? I guess last words. Anything you kind of want to say? Any shout outs? Um, you know, the floor is yours. Um, no, I just want to say, you know, thank you for having us on the show. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, we definitely want um, esports to expand on Long Island. We want more schools um, to get more involved and um, bring their, you know, esports programs to their schools so we can have more people for our kids to compete with. Um, I think it's awesome that they are able to play online, but I think um, more in-person um, competitions would be uh, great. And so um, just, you know, hopeful that, you know, in the future, we have more local schools that are willing to, like, develop their programs and so our kids can actually meet face-to-face. Because <laughs> I think that would be uh, another great competition. We haven't, unfortunately, we haven't had the opportunity to take them to a local, like, professional esports event. So I think that would be awesome if we could do something like that, you know, um, and to try to make out, you know, like, an effort to, like, reach out to other schools to, to get involved. So... Um, shout out to um, our esports and the players at Uniondale, um, to the staff there that you know been supportive, the people that are excited to actually you know play Smash and uh, FIFA. Um, we're gonna actually be uh, putting up our brackets for the FIFA on um, the 32 knockout on um, tomorrow on Instagram Live where Uniondale esports and uh, on Twitter where uh, UEGCLI. So if you guys want to follow us and um, you know keep us up. Help you can reach us out on those uh, social media platforms. We also have our website at the school um, website. We have our own esports website, so you guys can look on there. And uh, we hope to compete in a lot of uh, competitions and hopefully win. <laughs> and that's our goal to uh, get our kids to win and get scholarships, hopefully, one day to go to colleges. So, uh, Mel, you have anything to say? Yeah, man, reiterate what Elmer said. You know, shout out to, to the kids, uh, first and foremost, you know, like. If if it weren't for their interest and their passion, this wouldn't this wouldn't be a thing. Um, staff, uh, our admins, um, pretty much the whole building, in in general, and obviously thank you to you guys for being on the forefront of this and you know helping the schools that want to participate get organized and even just having us on the show, you know, and just you know picking our brains for a little bit. Uh, it's definitely, you know a team effort from a lot of different places. So I think we could be here forever saying thank yous. But I think that'll be it for me. All right. Bruno, anything you wanna you wanna say before I, I wrap it up? I just wanna say, you know, it was, it was our pleasure to have you guys on. I mean it's 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 uh, from from what we're trying to do, it from our point of view, I think it's 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 great to see people do what you guys are trying to do i mean it's it's basically a part of what we're trying to do inside of the esports world um here on long island and it's it's good to see that there are people out there that are willing you know to do the 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 dirty part (laughs) of of the esports world which is you know trying to get the kids start up and getting in contact with the parents i mean 
we appreciate everything you guys do. Um, and hopefully in a couple, you know, in a couple of months when things get a lot much better for you guys, we can have you guys back on. And so you guys can, you know, tell us how many tournaments you guys won. And definitely, definitely. Um, for like, sure. Like Mel was saying, like, you know, thank you guys, man. Cause you guys like, um, you know, are the front runners on this, right? Like you guys are taking that role on serious and you are the leaders essentially for Long Island uh, gaming. So we give you guys a lot of credit for doing that. And, um, you know, doing this because if it weren't for you guys, then we wouldn't fight as a, an island, I guess, essentially, right? And um, we're really excited for that uh, friendly uh, competition with Wine Dash um, that you guys try to set up for us. Um, like, unfortunately, it was a short notice, but the kids are like really, really excited. They really want to um, go out and like you know represent Uniondale and Smash. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and we're you know, again, like everybody has has said their thank you. So I want to piggyback off all of that no definitely uh you know definitely appreciate having you guys come on um a perspective from the educational uh area dealing with the kids and you know kind of hands-on because you know it's one thing to to talk about it and hear about it but you guys are actually doing it so your perspective is is real perspective from real experience both good and bad but overall where it could be in the future we have so Thank you for coming on to the Long Island Gaming League podcast and sharing that information with our listeners, both young and old, those who play and don't play. Uh, we really do appreciate that. We are really happy to have you a part of our league uh, where you can compete against other schools that are here local, local on Long Island that we have the opportunity to be able to work with and just kind of help to create that in-person, uh, you know, friendly matches as more schools continue to get educated. Hopefully this helps them uh, to become a little bit more educated and assist them with possibly getting a club started. And hopefully when they have that club started, they'll be able to be a part of our, our free esports league for high schools. And, you know, as we continue to grow as a league here on Long Island, we'll be able to facilitate more friendlies uh, in, in real time and in person. Um, here on Long Island. So, you know, we're definitely happy about that. And, you know, for any schools or that, are, that are listening, you know, you can reach out to Uniondale. I'm sure they, they would love to, to speak with you guys and, and see if you can help them. Uh, you can reach out to the Long Island Gaming League as well. And we would love to be able to kind of get you on to our league to help you go. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it where club development and things of that nature. We are here to fully facilitate and assist parents and educate them overall. So I definitely want to say thank you to everybody for listening. This has been another episode of the Long Island Gaming League featuring Uniondale High School Esports Club with Elmer and Mel. I truly hope you all have enjoyed it. Leave your comments in the show. If you want to reach out to us again, we are here and together we can continue to build the strength of the esports of Long Island as well as empower our youth to take it beyond esports. Thank you so much. This is Dennis from the Long Island Gaming League, and we are out.